And now it's time for On the Money with your host, Dan White. Dan has been in the financial services industry for over 25 years, and he's been a featured expert in Forbes, Yahoo, the Philadelphia Business Journal, Dow Jones Market Watch, and has appeared nationally on Fox Business News. Dan is a member of some of the most prestigious financial organizations, including the Society of Financial Service Professionals and the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. In addition, he's a chartered life underwriter and a chartered financial consultant, credentials you can trust. Broadcasting from the heart of Wilmington, Delaware, here's your host of On the Money, Dan White. Anyone who loves their wife, loves their mother, or loves their daughter knows that we cherish the women in our lives. But to really value the women we love in our lives, we have to understand that their needs are different. This is true in a million ways And retirement is no different. One size does not fit all when it comes to the retirement needs of women. Welcome to the On The Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I am the host of your show. Good to be back with you today. Today, we're taking a deep dive into the unique challenges women face as they plan for retirement. And like everything, COVID has made things that much more complicated when it comes to planning. Before we get into the program, we do have a giveaway today, and our giveaway, which really does apply to women, it's probably going to apply to women probably more than men, it's long-term care, white paper. Long-term care, what are your options? We know women live longer than men. We know they probably face more additional health insurance costs, and we know if you go into nursing homes, there there are probably... A 10 to 1 ratio of women to men. So there's got to be a way for you to pay for this. And if you'd like to find out what your options are, by all means, pick up the phone and give us a call. You can reach us toll free at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942-610. Three five eight eight nine four two. So, you know, when you think about retirement, you think about all the unique challenges that all of us face. You know, we have Social Security that so many of us are depending on for retirement. And there's big questions about whether or not Social Security will have enough money for them to remain solvent. That's an issue for everyone. And now factor in some other unique challenges. Now factor in the challenges for a woman who is living alone, either widowed or divorced. In today's world, that presents some big hurdles for those women versus those that are married. You may be saying, well, the same could be true for men, and that's true, but it won't likely be a negative as much for men. Now think about the number of women who are caregivers for their elderly parents. Many of them Many of these women took a big chunk of time out of their schedule to raise kids, and then they spend the last part of their career trying to take care of their parents, you know, the classic sandwich generation. And there's another challenge that I want to tackle today, and that really is a woman's health. You know, there was health care costs are a major expense during what we call a woman's longevity gap. The period in which a woman will need to cover expenses single-handedly after the death of a male spouse or partner. 
You know, HealthView Services, the nation's leading provider of healthcare cost projection software, estimates that in retirement, an average healthy 43-year-old woman will face nearly $200,000 more in health insurance premiums than her husband. And what they say is they urge women and couples to start planning early to address this longevity gap. You know, a couple things they, they recommend. Start saving early. It's not unusual for a woman to outlive a male spouse by a decade or more in which she alone will need to cover additional expenses. For a couple now in their mid-40s, the woman would need to save more than her spouse to cover health care costs in retirement, but not much. I mean, just $5,400 invested today would bridge that longevity gap. You know, make financial plans based on each spouse's actuarial longevity and age differences. Take advantage of specialized tools that deliver personal health care cost projections to inform the overall savings strategy. And more than anything, approach retirement planning as a team sport. With a financial advisor as your coach, factor in how one spouse's retirement income decisions will affect the other's income, benefits, and health care expenses as a surviving spouse. I mean, you can't look at this individually. You have to have a game plan going forward that incorporates both spouses, pensions, Social Security claiming decisions. You know, you got to plan now and together to address Medicare surcharges as well as the Social Security income benefits, which are going to affect both spouses no matter how long they live. And I can't stress that enough. You know, we're going to talk about that a little bit in the program today. But the cost of health care for women is generally going to be higher than men. So we're going to get to some solutions here in a minute, but let's look at some other real challenges that have to be addressed. Uh, The first thing we have to look at is the very real issue of women outliving their financial resources and running out of money. I mean, I I, I look at, uh, you know, I meet with married couples all the time, and just this past week, I mean, this guy had done it right except for one thing. There was a husband and wife that came in to see me. Their age gap, they were probably about nine years apart. The wife was still working, um, but the husband was a retired teacher. So he had a nice pension. He had about a $7,000 a month pension. And as a lot of times what we recommend when you look at the survivor benefits on a pension, uh, he had chosen a life-only option. Now, when you choose a life-only option, the spouse has to sign off. In other words, you can't choose no survivor benefit independently of your spouse. They have to sign a waiver to okay that. So apparently his wife had signed off for it, and the reason being he had backed up the pension with a large you know, $500,000 life insurance policy. So, okay, if he, if he died, the pension went away, um, but, you know, $500,000 of tax-free money kicked in. The problem was he had purchased a term policy a term insurance policy, which expired or the premium skyrocketed at the age of 74. So he is now 69 years old. And looking at their income, she's still working. She wants to retire in another year or two. 
His Social Security is around three thousand a month. His pension's around ten thousand a month. I'm sorry, his pension's around seven thousand a month, and her Social Security was estimated to be about twenty five hundred a month. So here's the here's the problem: if he dies after the age of seventy four with no life insurance, the seven thousand dollar monthly pension goes away. She would get the higher of the two Social Securities, which would be his, $3,000. So currently, when she gets her Social Security, they're living on $5,500 a month of Social Security and a $7,000 a month pension. Very, very comfortable standard of living. But again, if he passes, the pension goes away, one of the Social Securities goes away, and they're looking at $3,000 a month of income plus their assets. So you can see the wife was pretty concerned about that situation. So that's just one example of why you have to really take a look at what you're doing from a planning standpoint. I think he did everything right. I think the caveat there is maybe he should have looked into uh, permanent life insurance that would never expire uh, so that he knows that when he dies, his wife would have some backup plan as well. You also have to take a close look at the Social Security issue. It's very important because fears of a reduction in Social Security retirement income are a concern because Social Security is a substantial portion of most retired people's income. Now, I got good news and bad news when it comes to Social Security. There's been two major news announcements about Social Security in the last month. Let's start with the good news. Benefits for 2022 will increase 5.9% as an inflation adjustment. So you're getting a 5.9% cost of living adjustment. Now, the bad news is that prices of what we buy have increased 5% or more. So you're kind of just breaking even. And I know many of you have heard that the Social Security Trust Fund is now estimated to be reduced to zero in the year 2034, one year sooner than, than before COVID. This news causes predictions of major reductions in benefits, which would be a disaster for most people. Now, again, I've addressed this in the past. Social Security is not going to go broke. I mean, Social Security is a pay-as-you-go system. And even if Congress did absolutely nothing, it doesn't mean in 2034 you wouldn't get a Social Security check. It means benefits would be reduced by about 20 to 25%. So, for example, if you're getting a $2,000 a month Social Security check, you know, that might get bumped down to $1,500 to $1,600. Not a pleasant scenario. But we, we, everybody kind of believes Congress will take some action to shore up the system. And one of the things that I've talked about at length in the past is they will continue to rage, uh, raise the wage base into which we pay into Social Security. Currently, it's in the ballpark of about $140,000 a year, which means once you get above $140,000, you're not paying any more of your paycheck into Social Security. That's the max that you pay on. So for somebody who makes a million dollars a year, they're only paying into Social Security on the first $140,000. So if Congress raises that limit, and I think the other thing they will probably do is they'll probably raise the age limit. There's precedence of that. It used to be 65. Now it's 
66 or 67, but they'll continue to raise the age for our kids. They will shore up the system. I don't think we have to worry about Social Security going away anytime soon. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free. You can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call. 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. This morning, we're talking about the specific factors that impact the financial challenges that women face with retirement plans. We'll have more on that and some strategies to alleviate that after the break. If you're within five to ten years of retirement, this message is for you. There's never been a bigger disconnect between Wall Street and Main Street. Unemployment over 15%. Unprecedented federal stimulus. Wall Street has never been more volatile. If there was a vehicle that credited you 7% up front, then grew your nest egg by 6 to 7% a year, guaranteed for the next five to ten years before turning into an income stream that you cannot outlive, would you want to know about it? Call Dan White and Associates now. Now for details, 888-690-8820. Surrender charges and other restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the On The Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I am the host of your show. And this morning, we're tackling the financial challenges that are unique for women. I mean, we all have challenges with retirement. You know, the last couple of weeks, we had Wade Fowl on our program, and he talked at length about, you know, how retirement has completely been turned upside down in the last 40 years when we went from defined benefit pension plans to 401k plans, interest rates have plummeted. Uh, yeah, you have to control your own investments. Just a myriad of challenges that people face today. But there's also challenges that women face, and I, and I want to talk about that a little bit further uh, this morning. Before I continue, though, we do have a white paper giveaway. And again, this applies a lot to the women and sometimes the men out there. But long-term care, what are your options? You know, a lot of people, it's funny, I come in, they come in and I I say, well, do you have long-term care insurance? No. What is your plan? (laughs) And you would be surprised how many people say, oh, pills, a gun, you know, we call that the Kevorkian plan, you know, I'm going to, you know, if I have to go into a nursing home, I'll just... I'll just kill myself. I, I mean, that's, you know, I, I, I think they say it jokingly, I would hope. Uh, but the bottom line is you got to have a plan. I mean, if that happens, what is your plan for long-term care? So do you want to know what your options are? Pick up the phone and give us a call. We're happy to send out this white paper to you. You can reach us toll-free at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call. 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. So before the break, we talked a little bit about Social Security claiming strategies, and in particular, you know, survivor benefits. And I think, you know, the problem with Social Security for women is, as we mentioned, you know, a lot of women, you know, Social Security is based on your highest 35 years of earnings. And I know... For the generation before me, my mother, for example, she was a uh, she kind of stayed at home with us kids when we were young, and then she worked part time. You know, so a lot of times women do not have the Social Security benefit that their spouses or others might have. So it's important that when you are looking at that Social Security claiming situation. You've got to talk to the husbands out there about when they're going to claim because if the husband claims early, they're locking in a lower benefit for the for not only the rest of their life, 
but also for their spouse's life as well if it's going to be the higher of the two benefits. So the rule of thumb when it comes to Social Security claiming is the larger of the two, you defer as long as possible. And in many cases, that is the husband's. So you want him to defer, you know, best case scenario till 70. The lower of the two, we're not as concerned about. You can take that early and enjoy some of that money while you can still enjoy some of that money. But the other things that women have to be cognizant about when it comes to Social Security is survivor benefits. You know, again, when you die, you're going to get the higher of the two. But a lot of women over the years that we have worked with, uh, they're, they're unaware of that, you know, or they've been married twice and they don't know that they might be able to collect on either spouse or they're divorced and they don't know that they could collect spousal benefits on a divorced spouse. I mean, I've seen this time and time again in my practice and we've been able to find women quite a bit of money. You know, I, I, I always remember the story that I tell of a, a woman who came to see us 67 years old, full retirement age. She came in and she said, well, I'm going to hold off till 70. I'm getting those 8% deferred credits. And we we asked some more questions. We determined that she was uh, divorced, uh, but, she, but the spouse had died. And I said, well, how long were you married? Oh, we were married over 10 years. I said, well, why aren't you collecting survivor benefits on your spouse? And she was dumbfounded. She had no idea uh, she could collect $2,500 a month. I mean, think about that. That's thirty grand a year for three years until she switched over to her own. Her own was going to be higher. Uh, you know, that's that's $90,000, you know, that we found her. So if, if you've got any questions at all about Social Security benefits, whether they're spousal, survivor, widowed, divorced, by all means, pick up the phone and call, you know, speak with us, and we'll be able to steer you in the right direction. Another factor that we want to talk about today is Alzheimer's or other serious cognitive impairment. I mean, let's face it, we all know somebody in our family probably that's had uh, been faced with dementia or Alzheimer's, and with no cure in sight, Alzheimer's disease is a very long-term care proposition. Only a small minority of people have enough wealth and income to pay for 10 years of long-term care. Alzheimer's also seems like the end of life as we know it. And another big fear is becoming a burden to family members and of not being able to help the family financially during retirement or after death. I mean, I can't tell you the number of people in retirement that are still helping their kids, you know, and the fear is not being able to do that or not leaving them a legacy or, you know, something along those lines. And now, after all that, we factor in covid and about half of all women say their financial situation has been hurt by the virus. Many women were laid off from their jobs or had substantial reductions in their hours. And think about this, those unemployment and stimulus checks, you know, they help people get by, but they don't include retirement plan contributions. So you're able to pay your bills, but you're not putting anything away for retirement. And we also know that women increased their personal debt to meet some living expenses during the pandemic. That debt and its repayment is a serious obstacle to future retirement savings. And if you paid any attention to the news when the pandemic first hit, so many women were required to quit work in order to care for school-aged children who were at home when the schools closed. 
And now you factor in how long people hope to live. Many women are expecting to live to about age 90. If you are age 55 to 65 today, can you rely on just working longer, just working more years to make up for the retirement impacts of COVID? Can you continue employment with similar compensation? Will you be healthy enough to work to age 68 or 70 or even work part-time when you're older than age 70? I mean, most of us have similar questions today. None of us can see the future well enough to make reasonable guesses about it, and that's a major new source of stress for all of us. So you're probably saying, I get it. You know, it's a tough situation. What can I do about it? Well, this reminds me of an old saying, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Well, that's women in a nutshell. They're going to be resilient, of the, or, and they're also going to follow some guidelines. One of the first things that can help is getting the information you need. You have heard knowledge is power. Well, increasing one's retirement-related financial literacy should have very powerful, positive consequences. I am telling you, this can't be said loudly enough. You should definitely take a course on retirement planning. Think about taking in an educational seminar or even a short night class offered locally. I mean, I can't stress that enough. When we do our educational programs, the number of people who have come up and thanked me just for some of the information that they had no idea about. And there's other tools. You know, there's many online retirement planning resources. Go to a website you find or you like and do an initial assessment of your present retirement resources and potential. See where you stand today and consider what your priorities should be. I mean, think about it. When you go to the doctor's office, they do a whole checkup on you. Well, you can do the same thing. You can do a simple retirement planning checkup as well. you got to list your assets, list your liabilities, all of them, and see where you are now. And when you take a close look at this, you'll see where your income goes. That can help you create a budget. Another step, you can really help yourself out by eliminating credit card debt. Reducing high-interest debt is the same as earning that rate of return because you are no longer paying that interest rate. Think about it. If you have a 15% credit card and you pay that credit card off, you just made 15% on your money. Another key step is to head online and create that account with the Social Security Administration. You want to see their projections of your future benefits. You know, many financial advisors, I mean, you know, we're experts on Social Security. We can offer you Social Security information and options. If you're receiving your annual Social Security statement in the mail, study it. Make sure there's no missed years, you know, because, again, it's it's based on the highest 35 years of earnings. But I can't stress this enough. It's really about sitting down and developing a plan. You know, when you sit down and you look at what the assets are, when you look at what the liabilities are, and then you start projecting out in retirement, and you use, and you look at what the budget is, you know, you use very conservative estimates. You, you got to put an inflation factor on the expenses. You got to put a net earning rate on the assets. You got to see what the income sources are going to be. Is there any pension for you? Is there any pension for your spouse? Is there any survivor pension benefits? What do the Social Security benefits look like? I mean, 
You know, you've got to take the bull by the horns and you got to start doing this thing. You know, you got to start estimating what things are going to look like in retirement. And a number of these retirement self-improvement steps work together and compound to your benefit. Reducing debt payments allows for increased retirement savings deposits. And finally, get organized. You know, it's one of the toughest things for men or women to do. Get your paperwork and your accounts in order and think about sitting down with a professional. I love my job for this reason. I get to sit down, take a deep dive into people's accounts, and come out with a plan that helps them in the long term. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, you can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, triple eights. 690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call. 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. Today we've been talking about the challenges that women are facing today. If you've got questions, we've got the answers. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of their respective parties and not those of this show's producers or this station. Join us again for more On the Money 